Well, good morning. Hey, I need a chair today, just so you know. <laughs> I don't need one. It's not fun. And actually, my legs are a little fatigued and sore, um, but I feel better than any other year except for my knees. I wrecked on day two and uh, took a spill over the handlebars, and I found out I am not Superman. I cannot fly. Um, and so as soon as I begin to fly, I dropped and hit the, co- the ground. And uh, so I have some cuts on my knees or bruised. I think you should reenact it for us. Um, I can't even move that way. Like, <laughs> my body's like, ouch. But uh, it was great. Thank you so much for all you gave to the support it. And uh, here's what's really cool about Bike for the Light. All right. As uh, we come together, all these riders from around the state and nation, um, and uh People that give towards this cause would never go to church. Like half of the people that give, uh, they just, they like what we're doing. They hear, they hear the cause and they give towards it. And so it's, it's pretty cool to have the fact that it's, it's, a, it's a, a combination of a lot of people coming together to do good. And this year we're going to be able to buy multiple vehicles for different organizations. At Common of Hope, we bought them three years ago with this van that goes to rural communities and feeds people and takes um, shoes to, to these different areas in, in our nation that are poor. Um, and we're going to buy another one of those because it's so effective in helping these communities. They're, we want another vehicle to do that to help rural communities. And then this year we're going to help buy uh, – there's a, 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 a couple that goes and, and uh, does good work around the, the reservations um, in, in our state. And so we're going to buy them a vehicle to be able to be effective in their uh, help help to the different reservations. So it's really cool that we can do those things. Yeah. <clears throat> People always say, like, so what are we doing for our community? Well, this is one of those things we do, and, and we ride and, uh, 500 miles. I love it. I, I, this is my seventh year, and it doesn't get easier. Um, it just uh, – you go a little faster. And this year I couldn't go faster because I wrecked and had to go slower, which may be why I'm feeling better because I wasn't as competitive because um, I just get that way. So anyways, so bike fly, thank you. And then let me just say this. If you've given in the past years you weren't able to give this year, thank you still uh, because the previous years are always giving momentum to that. And we're seeing the results of those previous years. So three years ago, we now see the results of that van and the impact it's having. And uh, we only, only time will tell the impact we have. So cool. So we're uh, in a series made for Monday. I have my wife with me, joining me to help with this series. I'm not done with you guys yet. <laughs> <laughs> or you're not done with me yet. <laughs> Something, yeah. So we're, we're, uh, I'm excited. Last week, I had Robert tagged with me this week. Uh, my wife, I think it would be perfect. The topic we're talking about. I think she have a lot of value to add to this conversation, and uh, we want to just uh, except for I guys. didn't see a present or I, or yeah. like a mug or anything. <laughs> he just laughs. It's like ha. Now, before we jump into today's message, mm-hmm. I just want to say welcome all those tuning in Facebook Live or listening to podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys are having a great week, and we're praying for you this week also. And then everybody in the theater, thanks for coming. Uh, in two weeks, we're excited for the change. And so we're, we're next week, we're having these stickers. You can put them on. Help us blitz social media and let people know what's going on. So there'll be uh, some stickers you put on saying I'm a, I'm a 9 or I'm a 1030 or I'm a both. Like you can, and here's what the culture we want to try to create. It wouldn't be cool if we can um, elevate the impact we have in Santa Fe. One way is by now we have two services. You can actually sit one and then you can serve one. Or you can serve one and then sit one. And we love for everybody to be a part of that saying, you know what, this is my week where I'm going to come and I'm going to sit in a service. And the next service, I'm going to serve. And uh, we really want to create that. So be thinking that way. What service are you going to sit? What service are you going to serve? And uh, let us help you uh, find out where you would fit and help us make a greater impact in uh, in Santa Fe. So that happens. So cool. So we're in the series. I'm so excited for the series. We're going to finish it on, on our fourth year anniversary. So um, we'll, we'll be, it'll be a special service you don't want to miss. And so the 9 o'clock and the 10.30, we'll be doing something very special there. Um, but in this series, we're going to wrap it up then. This is week two. 
And I want to just give you like a review from last week, just a short update, and then go into today's topic what we're talking about. But essentially, last week, we, we talked about before, for Mondays, when it comes to the workplace, we'll spend the majority of our adult life in the workplace, working somewhere, working a job, uh, doing some kind of responsibility with some kind of role. And we said, um, what, we want to have, what if you had the right perspective? What if our thinking going into Monday was, was a, the positive thinking? What was the, the right thinking? What would that week look like? And essentially, we said this, what business are you really in? See, because sometimes we think we're in whatever, whatever industry you're in. If you're a student, it's the learning business, right? If you're teaching, it's the teaching business. And sometimes we think our job is just that role. But really, we're, that's not, that's not the, the point of that. It's really there's something more that's going on. Like you're, where you're at, uh, you have a responsibility to, to make a difference where you're at. And so if, uh, as, as those that, are, that would say, I'm a Christ follower, God has strategically placed us in the places we're at, in the families that we're in, so we can make a difference in the communities we're in. Like, we believe we're in Santa Fe for a specific reason, so let's figure that out. And so in our communities. And so we said, what business are you really in? Because if you think it's just going for a check, um, that won't be fulfilling enough. But if you would say, all right, maybe there's something more going on here. How can I bring a difference and make a difference in my world? You'll, feel, you'll, you'll live more fulfilled because you're living with a bigger mindset and the right thinking. And so we said this when it comes to um, being average. This is the stats for the workplace, all right? When it comes to the, your jobs, 13% of, of, of our community would say uh, we're good about our, our, they feel good about their work. They feel passionate, and they like what they do, 13%. That's a good number. Uh, 63% are unhappy with their job. Uh, they're unhappy. They feel like they're sleepwalking to their job, maybe on autopilot. So if you fall on that one, our challenge is really to say, what would happen if we kind of woke you up from autopilot and said, hey, there's something greater going on? And then finally, 24% of people hate their job. And that's to the point of sabotage. If you find yourself in that place, you probably need to find a different job. And I would say pray and ask God to help you, or you have to com- completely change your outlook on what you're doing so you can change that. Um, but if you look at that, the majority of people are, really don't enjoy their job. And there's a very few that do. And so we're saying uh, in this series, if you want to be average, if you want to continue to live out maybe those stats in your life, if you're one of those, you don't have to listen to anything we have to say. Just keep doing what you're doing, and you'll continue doing that. But if you're in that place and said, I would really like to maybe make a difference or like my job or enjoy what I'm doing, this is a series for you to say, if you lean in, if you really pay attention, I think in this, these four weeks, you'll find some tools to be able to help you make a difference. And, um, and then we're going to show you one, one, one little uh, picture that we showed last week. If we, if we looked at our life in spheres of influences, we would think a little differently about it. So when it comes to church, when it comes to school, when it comes to, t- to classroom, business, even sex, like these are all different spheres of our life that we have influence. And we have an option to either move that sphere of influence towards, towards uh, the things of God and where it's in harmony or in conflict to God. And when that, that would become evil. And in every area of our life, like we said last week, is God has wanted us to move every area of, our, of, of influence towards the things of God. This is Jesus' prayer. You know, your, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as is in heaven. He's wanting us to bring heaven to every part of our life. And so we said we can't separate them. Everything we do is, is, is God's asking us to do that. And so um, that's our challenge this series. What would it look like if we moved people around us into, uh, into these healthy environments and, and better places? And we said this. We can't control what others do, but we can control how we respond. You cannot control how, how we do, but uh, we can't control how we respond. And today we're going to talk about something we can control. My favorite word ever. Ever? Ad- <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. That's sarcastic. Okay. No, it's <laughs> not a favorite word. Not my favorite word. It's called attitude. 
Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> I asked Eric at first. I said, babe, why do you want me to help you during this this one that has to do with attitude? I mean, like, can it be something better? But it's funny because you can develop an attitude to talk about attitude, right? And so um, one of the memes I saw was really cool. It says, a bad attitude is like a flat tire. You can go, You can't go anywhere until you change it. Yeah? And so, you know, the crazy thing is, I don't know if you've ever heard that some, somebody told you, whether it's a spouse or maybe a, a parent when you were growing up or uh, maybe somebody down the road, tell you, you need an attitude adjustment. Has, has anybody heard that? Yeah. Well, there's yeah. a lot of hands going up. Yeah. This is a good message for this yeah. room. All right. You know good, what? Good. The people that, you know what? Even Christians need attitude adjustments. So the truth is we, in different areas of our life, at some point we can all improve in some area in our life. Yeah. Like we might have a positive attitude when it comes to football, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless your team's losing and then it's like, oh man, I'm going for the wrong team this year. But we, we can be positive about certain areas of our life and then negative about others. What, what if we learn to pay attention to that? That's really the idea of today is, is it's going to, you can have two different people in the same situation and have two completely different outcomes. Yeah. And I promise you one of those differences is the attitude of how they face something. Uh, this, this meme of, of you can't go nowhere is perfect for our 500. Like if you're on a bike and your tire begins to go low, like you're pedaling as hard as you can and everybody else keeps moving and you start slowing down. It doesn't matter how hard you pedal. That tire, flat tire is going to keep you slow and stuck. And until you change it, you really can't go where you're supposed to go. And this is perfect for what we even what we went through. But it's – it's, it's great. So attitude, there's a couple different definitions, right? One that I love is, is it has to do with an airplane. Like they said that the attitude of the airplane is the position of the airplane, right? So it's either, it's either uh, climbing up, it's descending, um, or it's maintaining where it's going. Um, and so it's a position in ballet. It's a, it's a specific pose that you do. It's a position. So our attitude is actually a position that we take. And so you either, you either have a positive attitude, a negative attitude, or you might just have kind of like this neutral, like it doesn't matter. The problem with neutral is that's the most dangerous because at any moment you could begin to dive, right? Yeah. Um, or you can call it choose to go up. And I would say our, our, our service series, this message today is saying, what if we were intentional about saying in, in our life, what would it look like if our position in life was like this? Going into Mondays, right? So instead of wanting to punch Monday in the face, you're saying, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and give it everything I have. Um, and, and you would begin to choose that for your life. So it's a position that we take. And here's the thing. Is it's easy to think about others. When you hear attitude, right, who do you think about? Well, don't say specifically. She said herself a little bit. But typically, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's, that's danger. I joined a dangerous ground there. It's okay, baby. I'm going to have a good attitude about it. <laughs> Okay, let's be more specific. So she had experience this week um, with a bank teller, all right? And yeah, uh, it's it a common fun. theme with this bank teller. Mm-hmm. She she takes this position in her job, all right? Yeah. So Which is crazy because when when you encounter certain people, whether it be a coworker or for my, for my life, you know, every time I go to this bank and this one bank teller, it's just like she is just fun, you know? She is just a fun person, and she's not. I'm being sarcastic. And so every time I go, I just feel like there's, like, tension and... And I don't like living in the world, the land of awkward. And so I immediately, I take on that. I take on, I'm just like, you know what? And, you know, Eric and I thank the Lord. We are two different people and our, um, our personalities are so different. In some ways, I would say, I would sometimes say like, okay, maybe just walk away, just walk away, just walk away. Because most of the time, I'm showing it on my face. I'm a, I'm a Hispanic girl, okay? I show it all in my eyes. I show it all in my face. So whether I'm like, mm-hmm, 
and my eyes are like, mm-hmm, you know, so it's just, it shows. Um, but the thing is, sometimes I have to say, okay, like I can't take on. And so most of the time I have to walk away and take a deep breath. And then I'll tell Eric, I wanted to do this, but I didn't. And he's like, thanks, babe. <laughs> thanks. Good job. Yes. But yeah. having that position, yes, is, is key is okay. You know, we see it in others. Yeah. Sometimes we don't see it in ourselves. And today we're going to say, what if we begin looking maybe in the mirror and look at ourselves? Um, so here's a couple questions. When it comes to different areas of your, of your life, um, do you tend to be critical? If you're critical about things, you have a downward position, all right, a negative position. Uh, if, you, if you tend to focus on the negative more than the positive, you're kind of tilting down. Your, your, your position is going down. Um, if you're short-tempered, right, with people, like your position, you're not, maybe not seeing them as people. You're seeing them as objects in the way of what you need to do. Um, or you're quickly irritated by people, drivers, right? It's, it's, it's easy for our attitude to begin to, to dip down, and our posture we take, our position we take is, is, is going down. Maybe, it's, maybe you're quick to find faults. It's easy to see the faults in things. That's, that's a downward position. Um, maybe complain. You're a complainer. That'd be a downward position. Or you speak poorly of others. That's a downward position. And those things are all indicators of saying my attitude is actually not a healthy attitude. It's actually a negative attitude, and it's not going to lead anywhere good. Let me give you an example. So tonight you're in bed. It's 2.30 in the morning, right? You're, you're, you just hit that really deep sleep, and the phone rings. You, you get up to answer it. What is the other person going to say in the other line? A lot of people tend to think it's going to be a negative call, right? Um, okay, so you, you have car problems. You take it to the mechanic, and uh, it's there for an hour, and the mechanic calls you. The phone rings. You answer it. What's the mechanic going to say? Is there going to be more problems and more expensive than what you thought, or is it going to be a quick fix? And you'd be like, oh, that's not that bad. Um, maybe you're, you're, you're at work, and your boss, right before you leave, says, oh, uh, you need to come in first thing tomorrow. We need to have a talk. All night, do you sleep well, or do you toss and turn, thinking and wondering what this conversation is going to be about? Those are all indicators of your position in your, in your life and your attitude. Uh, if they're, if you're, you're, you're thinking they're going to be negative on their side, you position yourself to, to, to live that way. If you think your boss is going to fire you, there's probably reasons for that, right? Or you're thinking, man, finally, I'm going to get that raise, right? <laughs> Tomorrow I go in first thing, they're going to give me a raise and a bonus. Oh, this is going to be the best day of the year. Your attitude's up. You don't know what it's going to be, but you, you have to go in thinking, okay, I, I can't control what others do, but I can control my response. I can control what I'm going to do. So where are you at? Is it positive or negative when it comes to your, the way you look at life? Um, in Romans 12, Paul gets this so good. Um, it, Paul, I think, is the best example we can use in the Bible when it comes to positive attitude. Um, in Romans 12, he says this. Here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, that's your sleeping, your eating, your going to work, and your walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. So if you do that, if you, if you realize everything you're doing, God is watching, you're part of this, he says embracing what God does for you is the best thing you could do for him. So it's, it's having this relationship. Uh, don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you just fit in without even thinking about it. So don't just go through the motions. Don't just go with the flow. Don't just fit in. Like Pay attention, right? And he, said, he goes on and says this, instead... Fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. And Made for Mondays, that's really the, 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 the shift of this whole series is right there. Um, readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. You were made for Mondays. What is it that God is wanting to do in your life in every area of your life? See, we think of jobs, but there's also roles and responsibilities God, God has given us, like parenting. One of the reasons I have her here is because she serves a, the most important role we could have in life is parenting. 
It's like we're able to pour into the next generation. We're able to do something with our kids. That's a huge role. And so God's saying, what, what is it that I want to do in this environment? How, what can you do to, to help nurture and create an, an atmosphere that would help uh, even your kids be successful? And he just says this. He finishes by saying, unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you. He develops well for maturity in you. So this is Paul speaking. Paul got it. He's saying there's something God wants to do. We need to position ourselves where we see that God is at work. He wants to help us on this, on this journey. Um, yeah, so with yeah, attitudes. I, yeah, when it comes to attitudes, I think it's really interesting because there can also be a, a you know, like it says quickly respond. I think there's got to be a shift in how we do things. Um, you know, growing up, I know this is going to come as a huge surprise to you if you don't know me. But the ones that do know me will probably not be surprised. But when I was younger, I played a lot of sports, um, and I played for a Christian school, and um, it was a blast. I had fun. I played volleyball and basketball. Loved it. But I was not made for contact sports because I was not a Christian. Uh, When I played contact sports, I had the biggest attitude um, anyone could have. And so I I, – Bad attitude. yeah, I had a bad attitude. Did I say good? You just said big as attitude. Oh, it was big, really big, bad. Yeah, and I think that's the other thing is being specific because some people say, I have an attitude, and you're like, oh, yeah, you got a good one? And you're like, no, a bad one. You know, even just the way we talk, it's funny. But anyway, a bad, I had a bad attitude growing up, and um, I was actually inject, ejected out of a game one time. I got a technical, yes. <laughs> I got a technical, but then I had to realize there had to be a shift. And so in my junior year, I said, you know what? This isn't good. I'm not making friends. I am setting the wrong tone for this team. As one of the older ones in the team, I thought, you know, this this isn't good. So I said, I am not playing my senior year of basketball, um, which for a small school, it was kind of like, uh, really? But I knew that I had to take a step and change something. So I decided to put all my effort just in volleyball. I put a net in between me and the people, no contact, just glare here and there, but I kept my attitude in check. Why? Because I had to know my boundaries in some ways, but I also had to just learn as a part of maturity. Now, as it transforms to me being 38 and four kids now, I see my children, and when I can see um, as parenting, when I can see there's there's uh, maybe an, a bad attitude coming, sometimes I have to be very vocal and say, you know what, you need not an attitude adjustment. I don't use those words. I say, you need to change your attitude. And instead of me saying change your attitude, because it's very broad, I can say you need to change your attitude to a better one. Um, and being specific in that so that there's a shift. They understand at a young age, as a tw- as an 11-year-old or a 9-year-old, uh, even I even use attitude with, with my 3-and-a-half-year-old and just say, no, that's, that's not good attitude. There has to be a shift because if they learn at a young age, they're not going to get technicals in a sports game. Hopefully, you know, we pray for that. Hopefully they'll be like their daddy (laughs) in some of that. But I just I want there to be this um, this awareness that they have to pay attention to themselves and say, you know what, there needs to be a shift here. And it's okay to say no to that because your attitude is showing something that's not healthy, you know. Yeah. And here's the thing about attitudes is people people will catch your attitude and you're going to also catch other people's attitudes. It's contagious. And so, and you might have heard this before, like, are you a thermostat or a thermometer? Um, well, I think a better way to look at that is saying it like this, that um, our attitude is like a thermostat. Your attitude is like a thermostat. So in this, in this environment, you, you begin to set the temperature of the room. So at work, your attitude sets the, the temperature for that room. 
If it's a positive attitude, you're going to elevate that, that environment. It's going to be a good place to work. Um, if it's a negative attitude, it's going to decrease that temperature. It's going to be a negative environment to work because we're, we're bringing that with us. So just think of that. Your attitude is, is setting the temperature for those around you. And you know this. When you walk in a room and somebody's like, you know, grumpy and mean, it's like, there's like the, you take the air out of the room. It's like, geez, this is not a fun room to be in, right? And you know the people that you want to be around. Why don't you be that person? Why don't you be that person? When you're going through something, you don't go to a negative person. You go to somebody that has energy that's life-giving to encourage you, right? We know the people we want to be around when we need help. Why don't we be that people for, person for other people? Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah, I think those are the best atmospheres to work in. If there's ever been a time when I was growing up, even in high school, I – I was amazed by some people's attitude that they just like, it was just a paycheck for them. But there were some people I worked with and they just had so much. I'm not a morning person. So they had a lot of life in the morning, like too much life in the morning for me sometimes. But sometimes I was just like, well, that's cool. Like I'm, I'm, that's really cool. And um, as I worked an early shift, I realized that I can make the choice. The choice is ours to say, you know, I, I need to have an attitude that um, that sets a tone for the rest of the day. And so um, when I would be intentional in that or when the other people around me would rub off on me and then they would have an awesome one, I'm just like, man, I actually like working with you. You're a fun person to work with. Why? Because the day goes faster. You enjoy yourself. We actually have fun. Like there were some people that I work with, even to this day, I still remember their names. Why? Because they just, they were great people to work with, just great attitudes. Their outlook on life was awesome. It just wasn't work. Their just outlook on life was just amazing. And I would just be like, I like you, you know, I, I like you. I'm kind of like the little girl on, no, the little girl on uh, Up, the little boy. He's, I like you. You don't say much, but you, I like you. And I had those people. I'm just like, I just like you because their spirit was just passionate and positive. Yeah. Sincerity is a hard worker. When, when you're around sincerity, she lifts the environment. When, when it comes to being fun and joking, those are the people you want to be around. It's a, there's, there's life in that. And that's the challenge is what would Mondays look like and the week look like if we were those people that said, I'm going to choose my position to be a positive influence. I'm going to choose my position to have an impact. Um, there's, a, there's an experiment they did with monkeys, all right? Uh, they put these monkeys, 10 monkeys in a cage. Um, they put some bananas at the top of the cage. And the monkeys would go for these bananas. And as soon as they'd go for these bananas, they would spray them with water, right? And um, the monkeys would, would realize that every time they went for the bananas, there was a negative consequence, so they would get sprayed. So what happens is after over time, the monkeys wouldn't go for the bananas. So they take one monkey out, they put a new monkey in, um, and the new monkey would be like, ooh, bananas. And he'd go for the bananas, and all the other monkeys would grab the monkey. They would go crazy, and they'd pull him down not to get the bananas. And he's like, what's going on? You know, he didn't know what was happening. And over time, what happened is they removed the original 10 monkeys, and they put in the new 10 monkeys, right, over time. They took one out, and, and, and little by little, and guess what happened? After the 10 new ones were in and the, the original 10 were out, every time a new monkey would go for the bananas, they would all freak out, grab the monkey, and pull them down. And they didn't even know why. Here's why. Because they had a negative position towards what was going to happen. They didn't even know. They just caught it from somebody else. Like their environment of their past of what took place created this. And here's the thing with a lot of us in this room. Some of us have this negative position, and it's because we haven't dealt with the past. You haven't dealt with the past. There's issues that you have not settled. And until you settle those issues, it's going to be really difficult to continue to climb like this because every time something happens that brings a negative, you, you default back to that. Like it's not good. And I believe God wants us to find freedom so that we don't have to keep continually um, revert back to saying, no, this is a downward position, but an upward position. 
And so in your life, what kind of monkey are you, right? Are you one of those monkeys that pulls others down and it's like, no, we're in a negative, negative thing. It's not good. Or are you one of those ones that's like, well, I'm going to go for it and I'm going to try and at some point maybe break that. Um, it's up to us. I, I, I thought it was a great experiment just to show na- nature sometimes just it, it causes us to affect others and, and, and it bleeds into others. And it might not even be true for them, but because we thought it was true for us, we began to, to pass that on in a negative way. Um, in Colossians, Paul gets it. He says, whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of, of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. So Paul is saying is you're not working for an earthly master. You're working for God. Like your job, like your boss is not really your boss. God is your boss, and he's looking at it. He's watching it, and he rewards those that are, that are diligent, that are hard workers, that are competent, that are working hard. He rewards those people because he sees it. Why? Because he's our boss, not the person that, that's in authority over us. And the problem is is too many people think of our boss as the boss. And we, we, we neglect to see that there's somebody over all of this that's watching. And if we're faithful, God will help us. And if we seek him, we can begin to change things. Like Robert talked about last week. That was We're trying to set it up. Our mind, mindset has to shift from just seeing people as, as um, somebody that's in the way to seeing them as people. And, and that they all have stories. This teller that, um, that always gives us a hard time. There's a story behind that. We don't know what's, what happened, but there's something there that there's a hurt. There's something in the past, and it comes out, right? She has a story, and everybody has a story to tell. And if we'd be a little more sensitive, and instead of being like, wow, she just brought my, my attitude down, we would stay up and say, you know what? Yeah, I wonder what took place here. What can I do today to maybe add some value? Um, I think next time we need to buy her a gift card and be like, yeah. hey, we, thanks for being a teller. Definitely. I know it's hard. Yes, I think that would be fun. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. So, all right, here we go. So this week, we're made for Mondays. Maybe I'll give her a take a made for Monday. Yes, gift. we should give her made for Monday. Awesome. I just told Eric. I said I, even me walk drive, driving away from it. I just said, you know, I I have to call it for what it is. You know, like I need more Jesus because my attitude has to stay in check. But others people, other people need more more Jesus. And as much as I can say Jesus, you need to give her more Jesus. No, actually, I am shining. Christ in her I can shine you know as we say um you know like the song we just sang you know um I have the other song in my head right now but like yeah let there be light let let shine in us I pray so when I sing that it's like okay well God's like well I gave you you sang it you said shining you and then you're there with the teller you're not shining I was like yeah I wasn't shining at all so I think that's the other thing is as we pray things and we say things and we we ask God for things he's giving these opportunities for us to make him known make him famous make um, him shine through us and so made for Mondays yes and I think that's the thing is because of the hurts and the hangups people have gone through, they can have an attitude towards people. And I mean, even just driving down the road, you can have an attitude towards things. And then all of a sudden, maybe that's why we, Christian radio is amazing to have positive music on all the time, because it's a little bit harder to run somebody off the road when you're singing, you know, you're talking about freedom and you're talking about shining the lighting through you and stuff like that. So maybe you guys just need to listen to more Christian music. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I was driving down 599 in this big, diesel truck comes up behind me and just like is tailing me and um i'm in a different vehicle that i usually drive and 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 his hands are like flinging like come on get out of the road all this stuff and i was this close from pushing my brakes like i was just like he was doing it like making me mad and i didn't i just controlled myself and the light turns red he pulls around the side of me and it's pastor carlos from blaze church 
and he's just teasing me. And I was like, you're so lucky I didn't push my brakes, man. We'd have both been, I'd have felt like a fool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, I, I just getting tested there. That's what was tested. happening. He laughed. He thought it was the funniest thing. I didn't I'm hear like, about this story till now. You were so lucky I didn't sell my brakes. I had a grow <laughs> sticker on. So it's kind of one of those things you're like, man, I got to represent here. And you know what? There's a lot of people that say they don't put grow stickers on because of the way they drive. <laughs> Let me just tell you, you are children of God before you are children. You are the team or, or people of this church. All right. So maybe you need to put child of God stickers on your guys, on your cars so that you can have a better attitude. On driving. Pick up a sticker on the way out. We have free stickers for your car. Read the decals. It'll help you drive better, right? Hey, Philippians 2, 5 through 8, Paul gets this. Paul, he wrote this letter in prison. In circumstances that you should be saying it's horrible, any any point in life you should have maybe a downward uh, position, a negative position, uh, Paul didn't. He says he wrote his happiest le- his book in, in, in prison. And it says this. He says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. He's in prison writing this. Like, hey, guys. Don't forget, we need to have the same attitude Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of, of equality with God something to hold on to or cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the, the humble position, right? His position was humble. He's saying, I want to be like a servant of God, born, born as a human being, a position of a slave or a servant. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. So Paul says, Jesus, he gives us the example. Have that attitude. See what life is really about. Open your eyes. See that th- what you're going through is only short term. The person that's being a jerk to you, whether it's a boss, coworker, it's only a, a short period of time. Don't let that blow it for your for your witness for who you are. Man, I could have messed up on that with, with Pastor Carl's behind me because I he was joking and I was getting fr- mad. I could have blown my, my friendship, my relationship by by doing something stupid, right? And so you have to you have to be aware of it. Say this is my position. I have to stay in the right position. Um, yeah. yeah, it was interesting growing up. Um, I'm the last of eight kids. And so there was a lot of things going around growing up. But one of the things that's that stuck in my head and my heart more than anything growing up is that anytime there was a situation, whether it was good or bad, not just bad, um, that happened either in our family or in other people's lives. And we heard about it. My mom would always say, God is still on the throne. God is still on the throne. And I, back then I always thought my mom was just being super spiritual, like, okay, God is on the throne, you know, repeat it. God is on the throne. You know, it's like, I was just like, oh my gosh, okay, whatever. But I understood the heart. I understand the heart of it now is that there are things that we can't control. Only God can do. God is on the throne. God is ultimate. He is the ruler. He is the judge. And um, I have to continue continue to pay attention to my position, but I have to remember that he is on the throne. He is God. He's taking care of me. And how I, how I come across towards people um, is, is, it's big. I'm, I'm his child. It's huge. And so I loved that God is still on the throne because then it shifts my attitude or it shifts my, um, my mentality and saying, okay, no, like, it's okay. God is on the throne. He's taking care of me. Even in this position of frustration or mad, or I want to yell or want to scream or do something that's probably going to be very temporary. And I would feel really bad about it later. I have to remember that God is constant and he's up there. Um, and he, he wants us to be humbled in every situation because he's put us there for a reason too. Yeah. And Paul gets this. The apostle Paul gets this. Even if Philippians another part, he says, no matter what circumstance I find myself in, whether it's a, a good one or a negative one, whether I have a lot of food or no food, whether I'm rich or poor, he says, I found the secret. 
and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He's saying my position is this because I know God is on the throne. He'll take care of it. He'll help me on this journey. So here's the thing I would say when it comes to are you building up people or tearing down people? Because your words, you don't have to use any words for people to feel your attitude. You don't have to use any single, a single word. It's a position you take. It's a posture you take. And here's the thing. Take care of your thoughts when you're alone. Guard those. Pay attention to them. And take care of your words when you're with people. Because it's, it's, it's an indication of what you're, what, what you're feeling, what your, your attitude is. What's that position you're in? Um, and then Mandy Hale, she says, you found a great quote. Um, you want to read that? Yeah, that one says, a great attitude becomes a great day, uh, becomes a great day, which becomes a great month, which becomes a great year, which becomes a great life. So it starts with one moment. And it starts with the day, and then it continues on for the rest of the month. I think it's really important to also model this as we have kids um, to be able to express the positive in things in life um, when there's early mornings or whatever is to be able to speak what is true and what is um, what is constant and who God is, um, being the positive because I am not a morning person. I tell Eric, babe, you should get up with them. And me just sleep a little bit more, but it's because he's a very positive person. So I feel like they start the day um, in a better way if they're up with him. But with me, I've had to be intentional and put position myself to say, okay, I'm going to put things in front of me. So um, that will set me up with the right tone for the rest of the day. So it's waking up and listening to a worship song. That is my alarm. I hate that drives me crazy. But if I start off with the right attitude of praising God and saying, God, this is who you are. I love you. You're amazing. You're awesome. And I'm all my worship is first for him before I start the day. I get up and my attitude is different because I didn't start um, on that negative part, you know, you're positioning yourself for this on the get go. You're saying, I'm going to yeah. choose this for the day. I'm going to do this. So here, we're going to show you a video. It's just a little clip. It's called Mon- uh, morning motivation. So whether it's a Bible, whether it's some songs, whatever it is, find things that will help you be motivated on the days. This is just a, in the middle of the video. It's a little clip I pulled out of it just to show you. Find things like this that are going to help you say, Mondays matter. Mondays are important. I was made for Monday. If you show that clip. Thank you for parents. Thank you for love. Thank you for kindness. 
attitude is the position you take. The question is this. Are you positioned for a positive or negative outcome? This week, your attitude is the position you take. Are you positioned for a positive or a negative outcome? What do you want this week to, the outcome of this week to be? Do you want it to be a negative where you're like, man, that week really was horrible? Or do you want to have maybe a really good week, like the quote said, and that turns into maybe a really good month? That could turn into a really good year. That could turn into a really great life. Well, it all starts with a decision we make on a daily basis of saying, today I position myself. God, help me to have the same attitude that Jesus Christ had. That it's not, it's not me about clinging, holding on to all these rights and saying, I'm better than others. I need this. I need this. I need, I'm entitled to this. But it's saying, God, if you want me to have it, I'll have it. God, if you want to position me that way, you position me that way. If you want to, you, whatever you do, I trust you on this journey. So what, what, what do you want that to be? Because your attitude will directly affect your success. Or it'll undermine that, and it'll bring other things down if you have a negative one. So here's our challenge today as we wrap up. All right, would you be intentional about your attitude? Be intentional about your attitude. A couple ways you could do that is by having a correct perspective, by having healthy habits, by proper preparation, and daily reminders. Um, I wish I had more time to go into these four things, but, but if you're tired and you're exhausted, that feeds into a negative attitude. Um, if you're, if, uh, so one of the challenges for sincerity is more, she, she's a night person. She loves to stay up late, but she knows that that affects her morning, right, because you're tired, and you don't want it, it affects you being in the morning. So she has to adjust her schedule to be able to say, if I'm going to help bring a positive, I need to position myself by preparing the night before. And here's the truth. Monday doesn't start tomorrow. Monday starts today. So you go home, you get things in line, you're ready for the day you prepare, you're, you're setting yourself up for this. And we have to think constantly of life like that. Today is going to bleed into tomorrow, and tomorrow is going to bleed into the next day. What am I doing today that's going to help tomorrow? What am I going to do tomorrow that's going to help the next day? And it's, a, it's an attitude, a position, a posture we take of saying, man, life's going to be great if I'll continue to be intentional about this and help us to continue to move forward. So just imagine, imagine if all of us in this room did that. What would our families look like? If we woke up and instead of being grumpy, we actually were not actually happy and overjoyous. Like, you know, you know nobody likes to be around those people in the morning. You're like, ah, oh, you're hurting me. But, but you had a positive attitude saying this is going to be a good day. How can I help you on this day? And you look at your kids and you say, hey, you guys are going to do well today. Man, I'm praying for you. I'm, I'm encouraging you. Hey, let's eat some, some breakfast together. Let's, let's create some margin in our days so we're not rushed and stressed out. What would our week look like? Because you were made for this. This is one of the reasons Sundays is so important. We start off by saying, God, you're first in my week. Now help me do really good the rest of the week. You're supposed to rest. You're supposed to have fun today. You're supposed to be uh, energized again so that you can hit Monday saying, I'm ready. I'm ready for this week. I'm ready for this, this time. The problem is a lot of us don't. We, we, we overwork and we do all this stuff on Sundays or whatever the weekend is, and we, we, we show up like this or like this on Monday. What if we would be and say, I was made for Mondays. I'm going to hit it like this. I'm going to go for it like this. Imagine what our families would look like. Imagine what our church would look like. Imagine what our community would begin to look like. Wherever you work at, whether it's the government, whether it's private, whatever. If you're the boss, imagine how your company, the atmosphere you can lift and what kind of company you can build. And the people would love to work for you if you did that. And you'd bring the environment and you begin to change it. And instead of looking for the littlest things to do, the least amount of work, you begin to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apply myself. I'm going to let God lead me. Uh, correct perspective, healthy habits, proper preparation, daily reminders will help set you up for a positive attitude in the, the, the right position. Um, cool. Would you give it up for sincerity? Appreciate you coming today, helping. Hey, I, I want to. Another thing is, I just want to add to this. I, I read this earlier, and I think it's really cool. If there needs to be a reminder when you get up in the morning, is to put your positive pants on. Um, 
Yes, that's good, huh? Put your positive pants on. Every time you wake up in the morning is to just say, you know what? Every time I put my pants on, there's going to be a shift in my attitude and that wherever I step with these legs, I will make an impact. Uh, Mondays do matter. They're not just a day to get to Tuesday, but they are the start of something amazing, and God is going to use me um, this week. And so put on your positive pants this week. Yeah, that's good. Awesome. Cool. So as we transition our service, we're going to wrap it up. Um, we like to give an opportunity for, for um, if you came today um, and you're in this position that you realize, like, I'm in this kind of position. My life is maybe just kind of coasting. I really don't know. Um, what, what we believe as a church and what I believe as, as, as a pastor is that if you'll let God lead and you'll begin to see God as the boss, you'll begin to see God as God, and you, you follow his lead, your life will be so much better. Like, you'll begin to live a life better than you could ever dream of. That's what the Bible tells us, that if we let God lead, he'll lead us to these places that we would say, wow, I didn't even know this much joy in my life is possible or this much peace. I didn't know that God would do this much with, with my life. And, but it all starts with a, with a choice. So attitude is a choice, but also relationship with God is a choice. So the Bible says that if we'll confess our sins, we get, a, we get in that position, humble ourselves saying, all right, I, I'm out of step with you, God. I'm, I'm doing my own thing. The Bible says if we'll confess our sins, and if we'll repent, which means we turn away from what was not working and we turn to God, that he hears us and he forgives us. So today I want to give you an opportunity. If you're here in this room, you would say, you know, that's me. Um, I don't have a relationship with God. I'm far from him. Um, I, what you're saying today is, sounds like it's really helpful, but where do I start? Well, I would say start by, by getting the perspective Paul had and Jesus had. By saying it's not all about, it, about what we want, but it's about saying, God, what do you want to do in my life? And I promise you. He will lead you to better outcomes than you could ever imagine. Sometimes we think like, no, no, if I give up my rights, then he's going to lead me to these places I don't like. No, no. He's going to protect you from places that you that are going to hurt you and harm you. He's going to help lead you to places you're going to come alive and feel alive. I, I promise you, the things that I'm allowed to, that he, he leads me to do helps me have more fulfillment in life because I'm helping so many other people and I have a better perspective. And God has invited you into that. So today, would you do me a favor? Would you close your eyes and bow your heads today as we give opportunity for those that are in this room that says, that's me, I would like to, I would like to make that decision today. See, that first step is saying, God, man, I, I need your help. I, I turn away from what's not working and I turn to you. Forgive me my sins. If that's you today, would you let me know by just raising your hand that you're here? I'm not going to call you to the front. Just right in your seat. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. See some hands. Awesome. Awesome. I see some hands. Anybody else? Awesome. It's a choice. It's a choice. Anybody else in this room say, that's me, I need a relationship with God. I need his help. If you all that raise your hand, uh, would you repeat this prayer after me? If you're a Christ follower in this room, would you join with us? We're not praying alone. Uh, repeat this, say this, say, Father God, today I acknowledge that I need your help. I can't do it without you. I believe you have a better life for me than I can even imagine. So today I put my trust in you. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die in my place. Forgive me my sin. Help me start a new journey with you. Come into my life. Lead me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Can we celebrate those that prayed that? So good.